Welcome to Making Good Choices Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Quazera, and welcome back. I'm so excited for this episode. Actually, I'm excited for this new month. So February, we are going to be focusing on health, fitness, wellness, keeping that mindset that we are supposed to be whole. Actually, God created us to be whole. That's how he wants us and he wants what's best for us. And so what does making good choices look like when it comes to health, wellness, fitness? It could even be mental health. So that's what we're focusing on this month. And I have some of my cool friends joining me. Um, Today actually is very exciting. I have Madeline Quinn joining me. She's awesome. She is a former dietitian and she still keeps up her license and she also loves to work out and she talks to us about balance. She talks to us about how staying fit, staying healthy actually can help in your relationship with God, how the two intermingle. So I'm super excited about this. You guys can join us. Get ready to relax and listen. Maddie, welcome to yes. Making Good Choices podcast. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. Uh, let me tell you why. And I have to tell the listeners why, because you're my girl. <laughs> like, like I have to, I want us to tell our story. I feel like we have a story to tell. <laughs> yeah, we do have a good story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, it was like, I think, so actually it was January 29th when I got engaged yeah. in Uganda and I, I came back to North Carolina and when I came back, I had this email waiting for me from this girl. <laughs> and me she, being the girl. And this girl was you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're basically like, I have, I want to do all these mission things. I had a great opportunity. I think it fell through, right? Yeah. And I was fret like, I had literally moved back to Charlotte that week, like the week that you got engaged and was like wow. looking for where I needed to be. Yeah. And you were all into missions. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, well, let's meet. <laughs> and the funny thing is, which, you know, now you don't just meet with everybody who emails you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we met at Starbucks. And then I think from that day on, like, you were just plugged left. in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like we, we sat down and we had a conversation and I was like, oh, you can start volunteering. And then you would come in every week, like yeah. on schedule, come in. And then and COVID then, happened. So I was here like every day. <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot about that. That's so yeah. true. You were at Freedom House every day. We were mm-hmm. doing all the, oh gosh, we were full boots on the ground at that point. boots on the ground, <laughs> providing all those meals. And that was some good time. And that was we, good times. And we didn't know that God was just setting us up, you know? Yeah. And so what happened was Maddie for the listeners, what happened is that when God was like, okay, you're going to Uganda, the, the literal clearest option to take my place was Maddie was you. Like yeah. it was like, duh, no brainer. Right. <laughs> and it Best news ever for me. It worked out perfectly. <laughs> but, but tell your side of the story. Cause the funny thing was you, you had, you would pray for me and Emma all the time. Yes. Oh, there's yeah, tell so that many side. little God things. The, the back end of my story <laughs> was like my whole, basically I had literally signed a three-year contract to go be a missionary in the Bahamas. A hurricane happened, taken mm. away in an instant. 
And I was like, I don't have anywhere to wow. live. I don't anywhere. Like, what am I going to do? Mm. So I reached out, yeah, get plugged in. But I have been praying, praying, praying for you and Emma. And I, I just remember, <laughs> like, I kept being like, you're getting married in December. I know that you're getting married in December. And you were like, no, we're not, dude. Like, we're not doing that. I was like, and that's then very what happened, Whatever. <laughs> married in December. And I just remember the day you told me because you were like, Hey, I'm going to be going to Uganda. And I was like, to get married in December. Like, yeah, I had already known that you're getting married in December. But the, the other wild thing was that I remember, like, shortly before they had like started interviewing me, I was mm-hmm. praying about and I had asked my boss to have Thursdays off, which is so random, because I was working like a normal full time job. Like, why would I get Thursdays off? And then yeah. at forward, <laughs> you had come up to me and you were like, Hey, I had a dream the other night that you like took Thursdays off and were here. And I was like, oh, yeah. crazy because I, I did take Thursdays off. <laughs> and so everything just wow. lined up like all these tiny little God moments. And then after I think maybe like the first Thursday mm-hmm. I had off, Pastor Steph was like, we need to talk. And I was like, okay, yeah. here we go. <laughs> yes. I rem- and we were all crying. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's so wild. Well, it's crazy. funny because I... And, and the funny thing was, is that, I mean, you are a praying person, but I felt like when you had started to come and serve, like your prayer game just like went up a oh, level. Totally. Well, because the Holy Spirit wasn't really in it before. And then once mm-hmm. I got the, uh, the Holy Spirit, I mean, the whole game shifted basically. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. I felt like we had to tell our story because... The real reason why I had you on here <laughs> is to talk about health, to talk about fitness, really wellness, yeah. um, you ha- that, which is what you have a background in, even though you mm-hmm. said that you were going to be a missionary in the Bahamas for three years. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> you're, you're still the person when I think about like, okay, stay balanced, keep a right mindset when you're talking about food. Like I think about you. Yeah. And so I wanted you to come on here and kick us off. You're actually going to be the first episode of the the month that we're talking about health and wellness. So Heck I want yeah. you to tell us like, so what, what inspired this and tell us a little bit, cause right now you sound like a missionary, which you kind of are yes. kicking butt in yeah. the city, taking my place <laughs> and you're, you're just, that's just what you're doing. So give yeah, us some I'm background. So the, the wow. part that I could have added to make that flow into it better probably was that my job that I was actively doing during all that transition wow. when I was a dietitian, had been to grad school, wow. master's degree, both degrees in it, thought that's what I was going to do forever. Um, wow. And it, God obviously had other plans. But with that, I still have this love and this passion for like health, wellness, making sure people are living balanced. And I think that having this shift it's come to show me so much more how like the two can mm. go together, like being healthy, wow. fit, well, can go with your faith. Like they don't have to be these two separate worlds that I love both of, like they can totally mm. come together. Wow. And so I think that's kind of how I started getting into it. To be honest, I don't really have a great, like, this is when I decided I loved health and wellness moment. <laughs> yeah. Because in college, you know, when you're just trying to figure out your major, you don't really know mm-hmm. what route you're going. I just took like a couple intro to nutrition classes and I had done sports in high school and everything. So I already was working out and ate pretty well. And I was like, mm. oh, I love this. And then it just kind of stuck. <laughs> wow. And now, so you were a dietitian before. And now that you're, you have a different job, but you're still maintaining your health. Yep. And, and I'm you still maintaining cute- my dietitian license too. So I'm keeping it rolling. Yeah. So. Wow. So give us some advice. 
like when, when some people think about, um, like, of course we just finished January, people probably blew their new year's resolutions. All right. Like, yeah. Teach us. I mean, some people, I didn't, I haven't. Okay. I didn't call it a resolution <laughs> though, but, but that, that thing in their mind, like, oh, I know I need to get healthy. What do you think is that obstacle that keeps so many, cause you look around, especially in the States now. You look around and you're like, why are there so many unhealthy people here? Right. <laughs> what do you think is that wall? I think, um, obviously, I, there's probably like a lot of little walls. I think a big wall mm. is people, A, setting goals that they didn't really think about. Two, mm. people using other people's goals. Like you saw someone else doing this, <laughs> so you think you should do wow. it too. And then also people setting wow. things that aren't realistic or balanced. Like, if you are currently a person who works 80 hours a week eating fast food every meal, mm. and you think in, in one day, you're going to start cooking all your meals at home and eating fully balanced and healthy, you're kind of setting yourself <laughs> up to fail because like, that's going to take mm. more than a day. Like, more realistic, wow. I'm going to p- make my lunch and bring it to work with me. I'm not going to mm. shift all my meals all at one time. Or I think social media has played like a mega uh, role in being an obstacle because you're seeing like these fitness sure. bloggers, these fitness influencers, whoever it is, even if it's just a, like not an influencer, but a person, you know, that are, is working mm. out like this or is eating like this. Okay. If you're just know them on social media, you don't know why mm. they're doing that, how it's working for them. If they're having negative side effects, sure. Oh, I see this person doing this. So I'm going to do it. Cause I like how they look. When really that might set you way further back mm. if you even were, because it might not be what's right for you, for your lifestyle, for your body. And you were just seeking like what someone else is doing because of honestly something that's at the core of it, probably vanity, which is an issue in itself. Mm. Because you're doing that to look a certain <laughs> way, not to feel better. Yeah. So why do you do it? Why, why do you stay in shape and stay healthy? So I have, there's, it's multifaceted, I guess, mm-hmm. mental health, because I function mm. a lot better when I'm in a routine, when I'm on my normal schedule, and when I have kind of an outlet. So like, for me, I like sometimes we'll have trouble focusing in the day, right. But if I'm up in the morning, I'm in my routine, doing my devotion, going to the gym, then going to work. Okay, well, I've already expended, like all that extra energy that I would be sitting Mm. around having the jitters with, and now I can like really get focused on my day. So I think for me, it just helps everything stay in a rhythm and in balance. And I think one Mm. thing that I'm not good at when it comes to that is sometimes when like, you know, like with ministry stuff and just life, there are weeks that my routine is off. Like I, there's days that I don't Mm. know what the exact time I wanted to. And like, I think this year, maybe not like January till now, but like the past, like 365 days have been kind of challenging me in that, like okay, you got to be a little more flexible. Like if your routine doesn't happen, that doesn't mean the whole day is a wash, like literally Mm. just move some things around. It's not the end of the world. Whereas I think probably, I mean, honestly, even like three months ago, if Mm -hmm. I, there was some reason that I couldn't go at 6.15 in the morning when I wanted to, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm not working out today. And then typically Mm. when you break the routine that carries into the whole week, you're like, well, I already messed up (laughs) this week, which I think that's Mm. another major obstacle is like, especially with new yeah. resolutions, people Failure. mess up one time and they're like, Oh, I'm done. I'm tapped <laughs> out. When in reality, yeah. it should mm. be like, I messed up this meal or this workout right. or this day or this project. <laughs> I'm going to try again tomorrow, not wait three weeks, like maybe go to the gym again. So I think 
I've had to get better at that because I've been one to like fall into the pattern of, oh, well, I skipped breakfast. I skipped the gym this morning. My day is weird. I'm just going to grab fast food and not work out tonight and like sit and be a couch potato. Sure. And honestly, <laughs> yeah. some days you need to do that. Like you that's need that. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> like have a comfort day, but don't let it turn yeah. into like this whole thing of where you're now realizing, oh, I haven't seen the gym in a month. And I also mm-hmm. have eaten fast food seven times this week because that can be a slippery slope when you're just justifying it and not paying attention to what yeah. you're doing. So I think right. that that was a good question because I'm currently being challenged in that. This week's a prime example. I've been having to work mm. out at night. I hate working out at night. Okay. Hate. But your selfies, you post selfies every day. And I'm like, yes, girl, this yes. keeps me motivated. I, it's I so funny because I had that habit from when I was working with a because I would work out like along with a lot of the clients I was seeing, like as an accountability thing. So I still have oh, most okay. of them like on social media. So I just kind of carried over like the posting habit because I used to do it when I was like, look, I'm going, you got to go just like the holding (laughs) accountable. And hey, that's what you're, you're our trainer. You're telling us that now you're going, so we have to go. I'm going, you're going. And so like, there's that (laughs) accountability there. Um, But I do think that another thing I've been personally challenged on lately is like, I think it's more than. Instagram, it's like the Apple Watch thing, dude. I am I'm gonna have to break up with the Apple Watch because I'm like Is it the rings? The rings and like you know what? If you don't close your rings, who cares? It doesn't matter. If you had a productive day and you want to rest, I shouldn't be out doing a 30-minute walk just to get a green ring closed. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. But I'm falling into this and I think it happens with social media too. It's like Mm. Oh, well, if I don't post something today or I don't close my rings, everyone's going to know that I was being lazy. And then I'm feeling like I'm being lazy when really I'm, I probably wasn't, I was just resting, which your body also needs, but Mm. society and social media right now is like, so down on rest and down on taking a break. And like, it's like so glorified to be hyper busy when like, it's a really good thing to take a day off and not be doing 9,000 things. It is, you know, I, you know, I love that. I take my Sabbath every week mm-hmm. <laughs> still. So yeah. I want you to talk to us about food because I remember like people talking about carbs and you'd be like, stop saying carbs are bad. <laughs> it's <laughs> awful. I hate. Talk to I us about that from a dietitian perspective. Carbs are bad. First off, carbs are literally the preferred fuel of your body. And I, you say what you want. God didn't make our bodies wrong. So that the core <laughs> of that is probably something deeper because like, especially in light yeah. of like a Christian sense. Okay. So what you're telling me, and this is obviously outside of like, if you have a health issue and a doctor has told you to eat low carb, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking uh-huh. about doing it just for like, sure. general reason. Um, cause there are like some really valid reasons, like epilepsy, all these things to not do the carb thing. That's fine. But if you're just doing it to lose weight, God made our bodies that glucose is our number one preferred fuel. Our brains function Mm. that way. You end up with brain fog. You're not functioning as well. You're not sleeping as well. If you're not fueling your body with carbs. Yeah. Talk about that brain fog. So like if you're, um, I'm going to use her as an example because I know she doesn't care. So she was just doing this low carb thing. And I, uh, we had talked about it and I was like, if you want to try it, that's up to you. I don't think it's a good call, but like, whatever. Four days in, she was like, I'm not sleeping good. I can't think. Like, my brain is cloudy. I was like, mm. yeah, because glucose is the number one fuel for your brain, and you're not eating. 
So like (laughs) you got to just, and that's not to Hmm. say you're eating a bunch of like refined sugars. Like you can eat really healthy carbs, eat whole grain bread, eat whole grain wraps, rice, brown rice, potatoes, like Hmm. all of those are carbs that are good for you. You shouldn't be eating all carbs. You also shouldn't be eating (laughs) carbs. So I just yeah. think like, and I, I, carbs are getting about like this whole, all the drama right now because keto was like, like all the rage, but mm-hmm. this has happened time and time again with fad diets. Well, like first it was cholesterol and you shouldn't eat eggs mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. the case may be like <laughs> saturated right. fats. Okay. So everyone, no one would eat avocados because they're too high in fat and every dressing had to be low fat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when the reality is we have fats, carbs, and protein because you need all three. So mm. the best balance for it, what I think that is sustainable works and your body typically likes it, is if every snack or meal that you eat has a fat, a carb, and a protein, you're going to mm. be doing fine because it's really hard it's to be unhealthy doing that. Like if, if, if you think about unhealthy snacks where you sat mm. down and you're like, I ate this and I feel kind of like garbage, I would be willing yeah. to bet you didn't have a carb, fat, and protein all there. Mm. And so same with, with the no carb thing. Yeah. You might be eating six almonds. That's great. Are you still hungry after? Probably. Are you going to end up eating six other things to fill that hunger and then end up eating what you were actually craving later, probably in more of a binge episode, just because you (laughs) deprived yourself also probably. Mm. So like, did that really give you the end goal? And with the fad diet thing where you're really restricting restriction almost a hundred percent of the time ends in binging. That could be end of day, Mm. end of month. Like when you have a cheat, Mm. typically you end up going way off the rails because it's like, you're pulling back this arrow, tight, 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 tight release. It Mm -mm. flies. Like you're going ham (laughs) on everything you have. Yes. Because you've been depriving (laughs) yourself when in reality, okay, you're scared of eating an Oreo because you think you're going to fall off the wagon. That's like a, that's a mindset thing because if you yeah. eat one Oreo, yeah, talk about you that. satisfied your craving and you're not going crazy. Whereas if you restrict yourself from eating, like, let's just roll with the Oreo example. If you're like, it's been a month, like I haven't allowed myself to eat any sugar. Uh, and then you eat two bags of Oreos. You feel really guilty and shameful after that because it was more of a binge mm-hmm. episode when really, if you just have the Oreo or two Oreos or just work that into your day it's a whole lot healthier Mm. in the long run. And I think that's to be said, like, if you like a food, and you're on a diet, put the foods you like in there, just in their correct serving sizes. So like, if you know, you want dessert, (laughs) plan to have dessert every day, even if it's something small, because then you're not going to have those cravings, that get super Mm. out of control, because you're restricting all the time. Um, And I think like, it's also just healing relationships with food, because people like food fears are a really real thing. Like, yeah. And you see people yeah, who like, have had this diet mindset and they're literally scared to eat wh- whatever, fill in the blank. That's a relationship with food problem. That food is not mm. going to do anything to you, but you living in that mindset of thinking that like a food is going to derail you. That's <laughs> the problem. You got to work on that. Wow. And a lot of times there is a mental health side to it also. Like if you're seeking something yeah. to control. So it's good to assess. Like sometimes I find like if I'm hyper analyzing my food, which I, I typically try not to mm-hmm. track calories or anything like that, just because for me personally, I can get really hyper focused on it and then sure. let it become a thing. So I try to not, mm-hmm. but I do try to just make sure everything's balanced. And so if you're hyper focusing, typically it's because something else is going on. Like I'll find when I'm doing mm. that, it's because I'm stressed out or like I haven't maybe had enough social time or I'm not getting enough rest. 
or I'm having like a high mm-hmm. anxiety week for whatever reason, and I haven't really been dealing with my mental health. So I'm looking for an outlet right. or something to control and food is a really easy one to go to. Yeah, it's accessible and it, it makes you feel good for a moment. So I think you guys just got off of a fast recently, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So what we're talking about is different than fasting. Totally. (laughs) Can you talk about that for a second? Yeah. Um, so I did not fast food this time because Mm -hmm. I actually had COVID during the fast. Oh God. So it's funny because I had prayed about it and I knew like my plan was to fast all like social media, TV, like after outside of what I have to do for work. So like Mm -hmm. at work, I would do whatever, but like at home and the evenings, no TV, no social media. All right. Well, then I'm Mm -hmm. sitting at home quarantining. And I was like, oh my (laughs) gosh, I've already committed to the Lord. Like I knew, I knew too that's what the Lord wanted me to do. So I was like, all right, so (laughs) this is obviously for a reason. So I probably need to rest. I probably need to be doing a little bit more Bible time. Like obviously the Lord's using this as a window Mm. to open it for like the stuff I actually need to be spending time on. Cause I mean, the COVID didn't surprise the Lord. I'm sure he knew exactly what was going to happen (laughs) when I was praying about what to fast. So it was just funny the way that Mm -hmm. all shook out, but I have fasted food in the past. And I think what's different is like, Mm -hmm. it's the, it's the heart behind it. Like if you're Mm -hmm. going into a church fast being like, Oh, I hope I lose five pounds. Are you fasting for the right reason? Cause I don't really think so. If yeah. you're going into a church fast saying I'm not eating so I can pray more. And I hope I hear from the Lord on something. Okay. That's mm-hmm. the heart. And you're going to be fine. Cause if the Lord's calling you to fast, you're going to be able to fast. If you're yeah. fasting for a reason that is the Lord mm-hmm. not calling you, you're going to have a really hard time probably because your heart's not in it's it. In and your flesh. Not calling yeah. You to it. Yeah. So I think the so, difference with that. How did, how did your fast go? how did your it best go up no it wasn't good <laughs> I had uh-huh. a little tv I did try to keep it though I watched like a little tv I tried to keep it under like an hour hour and a half a day like in the mornings or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I was just like I, I cut it off it, everything's still off phone social media at five so I could like really <laughs> be doing my bible time because I was like you know I already committed before I, this happened so I gotta just see it through and honestly, it was amazing. Wow. And I just saw, I don't know if you know, but I also just bought a house. Yeah, you do know. Yes. So I was in this like so mega awesome. transition anyway. So a lot of what I was like believing for and mm. praying around was like just transitional peace. Cause mm. it's like the routine yeah. thing. Like that can make your whole life crazy for a little bit. And honestly, I, it's literally God has been so in it. I have had, I've moved. I feel like my routine has mm. barely shifted. Also, a literal miracle is that I now have a 10-minute drive here instead of a 40-minute drive here every Which single day. Which is so crazy because you so used to good. drive so far. <laughs> so, so You used far. to drive so far. Yeah, so that was like the biggest miracle of it all. But I just like, it was as I was praying through the fast of like, and at first, obviously my flesh, I'm like, this is the worst possible time for me to be doing <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> so it was like the wow. heart of seeing through like, okay, the Lord's going to use it. The Lord's going to use it. I know he will. I just got to be doing mm. my stuff. And I, like, I wasn't sick really. Like I, I felt fine. Yeah. So I was doing like at my at-home workouts, I was going on walks, um, which wow. I know when a lot of people have COVID that that's not the luxury they have because they feel like crap, sure. but that just wasn't the case uh-huh. for me. So it was like, mm-hmm. I had this blessing 
of like five extra days to pack my house to really get in the word to be making sure all my stuff is in order, which then made it so much easier to not break my routine during the work week because I had had time to get stuff done. It worked out great. It turned out being a blessing. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's great. So talk about that with your relationship with God, like focusing on your health physically. How does that impact your relationship with God? Or like, how have you seen it impact your relationship? Maybe even uh, some, someone who you've helped before. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it's like, so I used to truly uh, probably a year ago, maybe two years ago, I used to not relate the two in the slightest. Like I literally would think about like my personal health Mm -hmm. and like my relationship with God. And I knew both were important, but I just didn't really like, I just never really connected the two together. And then like, you see, I can't serve the Lord or like fulfill a calling if I feel Mm -hmm. like crap and I'm not taking care of my body. And also, yes, talk about that. (laughs) That's important. When God is calling you, you got to be ready. Like you can't be Mm. like, oh, God's calling me to do this, but I am not healthy. I'm taking all these medications. I don't know how to eat right. I don't have a routine that I'm in. I'm not in healthy rhythms of rest. Rest Mm. is a massive one. Because if you're not resting well, and the Lord's calling you to something, you're probably going to ha- be in a little bit mm. of a struggle because like you're tired and there's like a natural yeah. component to that. Um, but also just like, you got to be fit for it because the Lord's going to stretch you mentally, yeah. spiritually, and physically. <laughs> yeah. I bet you felt that <laughs> the last year. Yeah. yeah hey, crazy. Con- congrats. It's been, it's been over a year. I it's can't been over that. a year. It's wild. And it's I'm so I'm, like, wild. I've reflected back on it and I'm like, in some ways, it feels like it's been three years. And in other ways, it feels like it, yeah. it was two weeks ago. <laughs> I know. I know That's that exact crazy. feeling. I, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm so proud of you. Like, I'm so proud Thank to you. be your friend. I'm like, this is my girl. Oh, this I'm so is my girl. For you. I couldn't have done it without you. And the funny thing is, we both have to draw on our eyebrows. I, nobody <laughs> so can thick. see this. <laughs> nobody can see this because this is audio, but... We are the eyebrow gang. <laughs> we dude, it's that strawberry blonde life, dude. They are gone. If I don't have my eyebrows and my eyelashes on, I look ill. Like you would look at me to be me like, too. she's sick. Me too. Yes. <laughs> I know. So, it's funny because in marriage, like the first couple weeks, I would think about that. <laughs> and then, you know, it goes away. Like all the, anything you could possibly think about. But I yeah. remember thinking, man, I'm, I'm going to look sick to him. <laughs> You do. It's the crazy oh, thing gosh. because like, even if I'm having like a no makeup day, which is most days for me, the eyebrows are still uh-huh. on. Like, I, yeah, I still gotta yeah. get the eyebrows on. That's right. That's the one thing that I'm like, that I've had to make last because mm-hmm. I'm still using the makeup that I brought here. Oh yeah. It's really funny. Well, well, anyway, I'm so glad that we had this conversation and I love the way that you trust God. You just trust him, which, yeah. you know, it's easy to say, but whenever you, it's easy to say, but whenever you are actually walking it out, you know, I know that you trust yeah. God and, and you're led by the Holy spirit, which is so awesome. But I have a final question, which I always ask. Okay. So the podcast is called making good choices, which I always told you to make good choices. And I know. You are. <laughs> so what does making good choices look like to you in health? Making good choices to me in health looks like 
stewardship. God gave us a body, wow. take care of it. Mm. God gave us a planet, mm. take care of it. If God gave it to you, it's because he trusts you and he wants you to take care of it and steward it well. Wow. And for me, that means pretty, probably like 80, 20, like 80% of the time I'm working out, I'm eating healthy, I'm doing great resting well 20% of the time I'm having a great time and maybe Balling not out. healthy but I'm having a good time and that's great wow. too so I think just wow. like making sure it stays balanced and I'm not being so rigid and harsh but I'm also not like hmm. throwing it off the chain because of a bad day and just like taking care of what God gave you because if you want him to bless you with more you probably hmm. should be taking care of what he gave you right now <laughs> yeah yeah and that to your creation care too you're really yes. big on creation Shameless care, too. Creation care. <laughs> steward the planet <laughs> yes I love that well thanks so much for coming on and I just know that, that people I feel like there will be an aha moment of like you bring things down down to earth you know sometimes like you say we can see all these images and and set these goals that are not really our goals but they're other people's goals but you bring mm -hmm. them like to our level. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I love Hopefully. it. The, the carb, the fat, the protein, eat them. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Eat them. God made them. God made you. That's what's made to fuel your body. So put it all together and it's beautiful. Wow. Well, thanks Maddie. And you're welcome Thank back anytime. You. I'd love to come kick it. Have me on. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can come to Uganda. Yeah. I'll do That's one it. from Uganda. Guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Making Good Choices. I hope that you got a little inspired or maybe you relieve some pressure off of yourself by hearing Maddie speak about fitness and her health journey. So go out and make good choices. We will see you next Saturday.